All right, Aaron, tell me what's first position. First position is where the man is on top and the woman is underneath. No, no. Dance. Oh, 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 dance, dance. Um dance. Um where your feet are pointed the opposite direction beside each other. No. Okay. And then I have no idea. No, you know. Come on. Show me, tell me what first position is. Plie. <laughs> Who's on first, Aaron? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. She's Elizabeth. He's Aaron. And, and we're, we're married, married to, to the, the idea. idea. You really should know after being together with me so long what the positions are. I have instructed you on what the positions are. What does control G do? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. So we're here to talk about leap. Oh God. We're gonna jump right into it. Oh God. I you feel mean the we're faster leap into it. The faster, the sooner we get through this, the better. Very rarely does Aaron watch a movie and immediately say we have to record now because my anger is so great that it will consume me in my sleep. I, I don't think I would sleep if we didn't record right after watching this. Leap came out a couple years ago. This is not a recent release. No, I think this is what, 2016? We're going to have to check because I was checking a lot of other things. No, it came out the same, I think it's 2017 because it came out the same year as Emoji. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, okay, it's better than the Emoji movie. How about that? We'll start with that. So It's content, It's a contender for worst kids movie of the year. How about that? Uh, I will say I don't think it was nominated like Boss Baby was for animated picture, so... Really? What do we know? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, we know so many things. When the trailer first came out, and again, 2017, it's been a year since this. A year since Aaron first saw the trailer and said, that looks like the most terrible thing I've ever seen. And it would come up again from time to time. Boy, that looks terrible. It faded out of our collective consciousness until tonight when we were going to go to Redbox and pick up a movie that had to do with current things going on in film and entertainment industries. But instead, we saw Leap on the screen. I said, Aaron, I know what we're watching tonight. I shuddered and thought of the choices that brought me to this point. And I cursed those choices. I don't think I've ever seen a person as angry with this movie as I was with the live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast, but I think you have surpassed me. Your anger only grew. The movie got longer and longer because you kept pausing it to scream. That or to ask questions about the choices these characters made, or even the choices that the screenwriters and directors made. Yes, there were a lot of choices. We need to discuss them all. Oh. God, no, we don't. Yes, we do. We really don't. We're going to, but we really don't. I'm going to give you 20 more seconds because it's time for the plug party. (sighs) Do you guys know what I do for you? (laughs) So the plug party. You can follow us on Facebook at Married to the Idea. Twitter at Married Number to the Idea. Sorry, guys. I don't use the Twitter anymore, but it is there (laughs) in case you ever want to add us. Those bots that follow us. Mm-hmm. Marriage to the Idea Reviews at gmail.com. We are on SoundCloud and iTunes. And uh, in case you haven't listened to the last two episodes we did, 
we have something special that we're giving away, so stay tuned till uh, later, and we'll give you all the special details on that. Yes, and you have to listen to the very end of the episode. Please yes, skip we got to keep Aaron's rants fully intact. I am. I make no promises. I am very excited to talk about this because I will say it's not often we get to watch a dancing movie. I tend to shy away from them in the same way that I shy away from dancing reality shows or... You mean you don't watch Dance Moms with uh, Abby? No, I don't. And where she screams at everyone because she knows better and she does the head movement, the mm-hmm head movement, and then she got busted for tax fraud? Yeah, even the good shows I don't watch. I don't watch, like, So You Think You Can Dance. And now everyone's like, but Elizabeth, why? You really like dancing. It's very much true. I have a really pro- I have a problem with watching dancing on screen. Either the dancing is too good, I will never get there. I'm already past my prime, and it makes me sad. Or it's really bad, and I'm just picking apart the inaccuracies. It's kind of like when Aaron sees a billboard on the side of the road and has to spend the next oh, hour and a half dissecting what he would have done to make it better. Or like watching the beginning credits of a movie, literally trying to read them Mm -hmm. and can't because they're too small and a very thin font and Mm -hmm. they're yellow against other colors and they're very fucking hard to read. So Leap is a French animation. Leap or Leap? Leap. Leap is a French animation project. You don't pick me apart. Pick the movie apart. It was originally released as Ballerina and then they change it to Leap for the U.S. edition. Because we can't understand what a ballerina is. Yeah, who would who would even know? It's not. It's not. It's not pertinent enough. It has to be an action-oriented verb. Well, that's what Disney. It's not action-oriented. It's not worth my time. That's what Disney's doing right now. That's you know, tangled. Even though that brave. was a Trump, even though that was in Trump impression, that's that's literally what Disney is doing right now. It's it's all action verbs or at least adverbs and the eyebrow you know the eyebrow yeah yeah you know the one <laughs> maybe i'm doing it to you right this second yeah maybe you are uh boy um i don't know do we do bullet points with this one do we jump right into what made us angry a girl and a boy escape an orphanage the girl wants to be a dancer the boy wants to be an inventor that's the story wow very succinct did you get that from the back of the box they try to become a da- ballerina and an inventor. That's the story. All right, I give you full reign then. Go on. This movie sucked. Do you want me to go on? Oh, Aaron, I know our listeners want you to. Oh. I know I want you to. This movie is not the worst movie I've ever seen. I, I will admit it made me laugh a few times. Um, uh, I can... I can name three distinct times where I was like, that was clever and funny. Um, there is a scene where, uh, crap, I'm forgetting the first one because I can think the of The piano. Oh, yeah. There's a scene where uh, there's dramatic music playing and uh, the, the ballet teacher who is very strict and very... Uh, by the numbers and everything like that, is talking to a group of girls, and he's like, now girls, and the music's playing, 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 and then he looks and says, that's quite enough, and the, and the piano player stops and says, sorry, <laughs> that was clever, that was funny, I have to give him that point. There was another clever part where uh, the main character is running late, 
and uh, runs through two guys in the hallway talking, runs through them, goes into a doorway, and literally a second later comes out in a completely different change of clothing and comes back through them like like a second later. It's not it's not enough time where she would have changed and it's not like, oh, where they've been talking for a little while. It's literally a second later. That's funny. That's clever. And then near the end, there was a, a stupid funny moment where um, another character, well, a stupidly arrogant character touches one of the girls like on the shoulder and she like growls and snips at him. I was like, oh, okay. That's funny. Kind of. So there are three points in this movie that made me laugh. That's it. I mean, it should be clear as a children's animated movie. It's supposed to be funny. This movie not only wastes Kate McKinnon, who I have been growing to appreciate as of late. I didn't like her when she first when I first saw her on SNL. I thought she was kind of annoying. Something has grown as of late. I think she's quite hilarious. I think she can be intelligently funny. I think she can be stupidly funny. She has very good range. She did three characters in this movie. She did a very heartfelt character. She did one that was a little bit more of a crotchety character. And then she did the basic villain. And you could tell she kind of had fun doing all of them. But the villain was basically Kate McKinnon. So, you know, whatever. But they basically wasted her. And they wasted... Mel Brooks as a two-tone character that had a freaking nut shot. At least Hotel Transylvania had heart behind it. Let's be honest, Hotel Transylvania 2 wasted Mel Brooks. Again. He's wasted a lot. He is wasted, unless it's in his own movies. Yeah. He's wasted a oh, lot. Oh, he's never wasted in his own movies. He knows how to use well, himself. robots he was not wasted in. Okay. Robots, he is Used to the right degree. Okay. You've never seen Robots, have you? I've only seen it with you partially. We are watching Robots. The superior uh, robot movie, I guess. What, it is, came... what is the inferior robot movie? Oh, God, no. It's not inferior. It's completely different than uh, WALL-E. Ooh. New subject. There's no way they have anything to... They're, no, no, they're completely different. That's the thing. And you're not getting out of this conversation by segueing oh. into that. Stick to the script, Aaron. So they, they completely... Mel Brooks is this, like, random character that works at the orphanage of the main character in her, let's be honest, sidekick. Sidekick. Uh, escape from, and he chases them down, and he has, like... The, the cold cream on his face and the cucumbers on his eyes. And they made a reference that he wanted to be a beautician. But but life is harsh and you have to accept it. And blah, 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 freaking blah. And it's Mel Brooks. Mel! Spaceballs and Robin Hood Minutites. High anxiety. Young Frankenstein Brooks! And they waste him. Lord, do they waste him. Is he as wasted as Mark Hamill in Rhapsody Christmas? No, Mark Hamill was wasted more. Because Mark Hamill had no character at all. At least at least Mel Brooks' character does something. There's a lot of themes in this movie that don't come to Follow any... Follow your heart. Believe in yourself. But they don't pay off, I think, accurately. And I think it has a lot to do with perhaps the animation... I will say the backgrounds 
and the color coding that they use are really gorgeous. They really have a beautiful sensibility about them. They're, they glow and they're luminous. The backgrounds, I think, are quite gorgeous. I will admit the character animate the facial animation, I could tell what the character was trying to convey emotionally. Mm -hmm. Like the eyebrows and the eyes, they actually expressed the emotion they were trying to convey. If only the fucking voice synced with the goddamn lip movements. And we've had this problem before with a movie made in another country where another language is spoken more prominently than trying to have English but no speakers. French cast. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is it was still animated in France, which means the animators were used to French words and mouth movements. I could you could you animate a French speaking character? <laughs> no, but I would spend more time. So you could tell that they got most of it, but there were a lot of parts where it seemed to dip or they'd conveniently fade away from a visual of the character so they could say more. Or they would overdub. Or yeah. they, would th they would just like have a line thrown in where the character isn't actually shown where their lips are moving, but the character is obviously freaking talking. It didn't really have correct pausing and spacing. If there had been pauses between these lines of dialogue, and if they were clearer, louder, they would have had greater impact. We would have got those small little hints, but it seemed to get drowned out by the background music a lot. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on the music later. <laughs> so one of... <sighs> I can talk about some of the wrong things that these filmmakers did because they did a lot of bad choice they made a lot of bad choices which culminated in a movie experience that was not enjoyable for us aaron was <laughs> aaron was physically pained as he watched this there was a lot of choices that these characters made that made no fucking sense like how the hell were we supposed to root for a character who steals the opportunity that she has so this character goes to ballet school felici God, I can't even pretend that's an okay name. This character goes to... The main character goes to ballet school. The thing is, how she gets into the ballet school is she weasels her way in to a servant's quarters with a woman who has a limp. And the woman says, okay, you can stay here, but you have to help me clean. And she says, okay, cool. And the woman says, you just can't talk. And she proceeds to talk. And talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And it's as annoying as it sounds. It's as annoying as I am right now. <laughs> the woman who owns the house has a daughter who's very much into dance. And when she accidentally walks in on her, uh, she discovers her mother's music box. The only one, the only thing she has from her mother. She proceeds to, the girl, the daughter of this rich woman, proceeds to throw it right out the window and chucks it right down to the cobblestones and it breaks, of course. And you're supposed to be having this heartfelt moment about, oh, this girl is cruel and she was mean for no reason and our poor character. And then a mailman arrives with a letter for the girl and Felice takes it, opens it, realizes it's an invitation to the ballet school and just goes to the ballet school and pretends to be her. We're supposed to root. For this character. We're supposed to believe in this character. We're supposed to actually want this character to succeed. We want her to go to this ballet school and be good at ballet and to become a ballet dancer. 
but she's supposed to be the good person and she actively steals like the villain at one point later on when the 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 liars reveal because it has to have a liars reveal when the liars reveal is revealed and she says oh she steals her identity she's fu- the the villain the villain is fucking right and like the, uh, like why are we supposed to be okay with this why is this supposed to be all right it i, I i'm i'm honestly asking yeah, it's not like every animated cartoon kids movie has to have a moral message, but this one clearly is trying to have one about, you know, you know what? Actually, no, I don't think it has a moral message at all. Follow your heart, believe no, in your dreams. No, 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 no. No, I'm literally, that's that's what they said a million times in this movie. No, they only said it the once when she remembers her mother and what she told her when she was a baby, which, of course, she couldn't actually remember, but it's a movie. No, I think the real message, the real message that, the movie's trying to convey is why do you dance because way at the beginning odette asks her why do you dance and she's like and she doesn't have an answer she doesn't have an answer and later after they have a a dance fight oh my god because of course they have a dance fight Uh, and of course it's to a pop song as opposed to I don't know. Oh, oh. I know, Aaron. It physically hurt to watch I that know. scene. It, the, here's the thing. Here's the th- I, I have to admit, the animation was pretty. That's one of my legitimate complaints. Or we're, We'll come back to this. The, well, let me finish up. Yeah, they say ahead. that. Yeah, I'll come back. And they ask the girl, the mean girl, why do you dance? And she's like, because my mom tells me to. And then they ask Felicity, who's finally figured out. Oh, it's always been a part of my life. That's why I dance. And so she has heart. And apparently heart wins the day. And passion. Heart! (laughs) Yeah. One of my legitimate complaints, I figured this out about halfway through the movie, was that the animation that they use for the dancing and the animation they use for almost everything else is a different level of quality. And I think it's because... The animation they use for everybody else, or everything else, is just typical animation, which isn't bad. And truth be told, the animation for this movie is not bad. The The hair texture actually is pretty damn good, especially on the main character. That being said, the animation that they use for the dancing is too good. It's like, um, it's mo-capped, uh, motion-captured. And I don't know who they got. I actually watched the credits to look to see who they got to uh, motion capture for the I dancing. I don't think they mo-capped anyone. It, it's it definitely was too ac- on point. I mean, it's accurate, but it never looked at a at a realistic speed. It never looked like... That's... But to me, it, look, it looked like someone, someone mo-capped it and then sped it up. That's what it looked like to me. I'm very certain that they had reference dancers on site and i know they had a choreographer so i know that they had someone who showed them how all these steps work because that's you know one of the parts of a dance movie is do they actually know how to dance or they're just aping it and they do two yeah ape uh copy pretend is that a dancing term no (laughs) okay no gosh no you are the resident of a lot of our groups you are the resident dance expert well 
as strange as it is to be in a movie set in Paris where no one speaks French or has a French <laughs> accent. <laughs> like a, your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, they do. At least they get all this stuff right. Plié, grand jeté, and the first, second, third, fourth, fifth are the positions from which all movement bases. And you can tell that they understand the flow of a body's movement because there are, while there are certain scenes like the big final leap or grand jeté that are clearly just over just don't actually exist in the real world most of the practicing and the dancing is on point no pun intended yeah i'm sure it wasn't intended at all now that to me it felt too polished it, it felt motion captured it felt like um the polar express like it was motion capture animation um, like there is some animation in there. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with motion capture animation when it's done right. It looks really good, but there's some really bad motion capture animation out there. Look at freaking food fight. Yeah. Robot arms and really weird expressions. If you ever want to crap your pants, food fight. So you're recommending food fight as a laxative. <laughs> Dr. Aaron prescribes Food Fight as a laxative. No, you know why Food Fight is as bad as it is, right? Well, because they spent all the money on the brands as opposed to the animation. Partially. The movie apparently was like 80 to 90% done. They lost it, right? It got stolen. Like, apparently, like, the, like something happened where, like, a bunch of stuff got stolen all at once, but the hard drive that the movie was on was stolen, so. Same thing almost happened to Toy Story 2. Half the movie got corrupted, and if someone hadn't saved it on a file to take home and work on, they wouldn't have had they it. they were pregnant, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all you pregnant ladies out there. <laughs> Females be strong as hell. So, um. Uh, speaking of female characters, it would be ugh. remiss to talk, like, the film is mostly comprised, it's a dancing movie, it's gonna be... A female-driven cast usually is how that plays out. Um, just because usually a ballet movie will focus you, on what, your... What about two-thirds, one-third, or 60-40? Uh, I honestly don't know the correct proportions, but I do know that our main character, her mentor, the villain, her... Uh, Cobra, her Cobra Kai rival, her <laughs> her Rocky rival. Oh man, that that scene getting prepped for the audition is straight up the girl dance version of Rocky. Because mm-hmm. like she has like the nice equipment and she's like doing like I must break you. And at the end with their dance fight, finally her shaking her hand and you know like you you deserve this. Uh, very much less. Uh, very much Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ripoffs in this. Oh, a lot of them. Uh, and it's, but at the same time, it's not a ripoff. Ugh, I hate that. So our female lead, I think, has that problem of the plot propels her. She does not propel the plot. It's called uh, like chessboard filmmaking. You move your pawn from place to place. Things happen to her. Then she does things. Uh, we have her uh, getting to Paris. Uh, because her friend helps her escape they get there and immediately become separated and she doesn't you know chase after him which she could do down the riverbank until she gets to him she walks around until she finds the ballet company where she sneaks in she is apprehended and would have just been thrown out if not for someone who later turns out to be her mentor saying you know giving a convoluted reason why she should just be let go and set free following her inserting her she inserts herself to help clean 
but everything else she kind of just muddles into while things happen around her. She's not so much an agent of her own story. She doesn't make like the major portion or make the major moves of her own destiny. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason in the end that she does get to stick around, besides that she actually is improving, is because her mentor was a former student of the ballet teacher. I gotta tell you, that story got really intriguing to me. Like, I want to know so much more about this ballerina who could have been the best and was the best and then a fateful accident and the teacher who never gave up on her even though she couldn't dance anymore and just wanted to see what was best for her. There was a really interesting and cool dynamic there. Of course, maybe not for a kid's movie, but I think it was more interesting in the long run. But then we also have the problem of giving her a forced love triangle. Oh my god. And I'm not sure why there was a love triangle. I think it was just so there was a reason for her not to stay home, stretch, rehearse, and then sleep before the biggest thing she's ever been preparing for in her entire life. She says at that moment, no, I'm going on a date. Literally, she could do any other night. Any other night. No, I'm going on a date, which leads to the two boys fist fighting and her finally oh, no. saying... I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. They don't fist fight. Oh, they, they, they literally they do slap. anything but fish fighting. <laughs> they 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 do the and then like the dance and they're like they're like oh, they literally do anything besides and it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be funny. It's one of those things like oh, laugh 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 laugh. It's funny. It's funny. No, fucker, it's not. None of this is funny. It's not funny at all. In fact, you could cut out the character of her sidekick almost completely and the movie would not be changed uh unfortunately aaron we then realized at the very end we paused and i said aaron i bet the reason that this character is here is just so they can have a fight on top of the statue of liberty at the end oh of this God. and boy was i right along with some very startling scale changes for the statue of liberty is it time to talk about anachronisms because i think it's time to talk about anachronisms uh yeah so our female character wears denim shorts yeah uh, you can see these you can actually see this on like one of the posters or something like that she wears shorts with tights underneath of them that's a very modern look uh and even um the 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 vest the the very the two short vest with like a uh, a shirt underneath of it that comes out from under from under it it's a very modern look and they're putting it in 1800s France. We also learned that the while the Eiffel Tower, sorry, while the Statue of Liberty was built in France because it was a gift, uh, it was copper when it was gifted to America because it takes ages for copper to turn green like it is today. We also learned that the Statue of Liberty was gifted a year before construction started on the Eiffel Tower, so the two would have never been in the same place at the same time. Yep, because who needs things like a historical accuracy? Uh, the Statue of Liberty is about, I'd say, one half scale because yeah, it you was... you've seen X Men, you know how the front top of the Empire State. Uh, sorry, I keep saying Empire, and I don't mean it. Statue of Liberty. You know how the front of the Statue of Liberty goes. You know how small Wolverine is compared to the crowns of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that's all thrown out the window. No 100%. one could fit inside this one. It's tall, but it's not Statue of Liberty tall. No, maybe this is just the prototype of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, maybe it's just Kate McKinnon place. quotes, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses. Which isn't even a saying on it yet, because that's on Alice Island. 
<laughs> they uh odette calls felicity sherlock holmes which would not have reached france at that time or become popular as a way of saying oh you're smart you deduced well i thought at one point she said it's hammer time or uh <laughs> it's hammer time no i don't think so but she does carry a very big hammer and does yeah, okay. a little warriors come out and play with oh it up the rings of the ladder. Ting, 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 ting. So, so like the the rival character, uh, which by the way, if you've not noticed yet, I've not named any of the character names because the movie neglected to name any of these characters except for the sidekick character called Victor. Um, and I don't mean like, oh, they just gave him weird names. No, like they would say the names, but either so damn quickly or once or twice. That's it. These scene changes were non-existent. Uh. I longed for George Lucas's Star Wipes because at least <laughs> you knew he meant to go to a new scene then. I never what I have thought to hear is long I uh, longing for the days of for the star wife. At least you knew that it was time to move along. They really do kind of rush through descriptors and settings and scenes. They just sort of end and then a new scene starts. First five minutes, like it's showing her trying to escape and her best friends down there and then the the Mel Brooks character is like, Blah Victor, where's blah blah blah? You guys are best friends, so you should know where they are. Okay, I guess they're best friends. Uh, She's always trying to escape, isn't she? Oh, I guess so, sir. Uh, Okay, that's her character trait. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, look, look, let's just get this exposition shoved down our audience's throats. Uh, Oh, oh no, my elbow's down there, too. Dear Lord. (laughs) I think the point, I'm pretty sure it was halfway through, where you paused, just looked at me, and then pulled your hand out from your pocket and said, Oh, oh good, a gun. I've been looking for this to shoot myself in the head and end this misery. I'll put a little salt on the rim to make it taste better. Oh, Aaron. This is, it was painful. Like, half the time, the jokes that they would do were terrible. And, okay, so whenever they make it to the city, the two best friends, and I use that term lightly yeah it's where the end it got very um nice guy it got very he was a nice he he's such a nice guy why didn't she fall for him when that was never a character trait that seemed to be building up towards anything uh, and like oh well they they actually tried they, they tried going on a date that's awkward because they're best friends oh you know what we tried it didn't work no big deal or Move why on. yeah why couldn't you be interested in or, or why couldn't it have been like the arrogant guy is all about her and she's like no sorry not interested and just you know shuts him off when all the other girls life him so much she could be like no nah, i'm not interested and just make her more unique as it were yeah because you know it's not like a movie's ever done that before and it was actually a good choice hmm <laughs> Can't think of a single movie that's ever done that. Aaron, your tone indicate you do think of a movie that is like that. Where a arrogant guy where the entire town is in love with a person and one person just happens to not like that? Arrogant person? That's strange. You know, it wouldn't be even like they would have a, a song dedicated to that person. It would even be named after the person. You know, maybe they'd be full of a, a, a type of uh, liquid. No, no, a type of gas. And they'd just be, uh, you know, 
you know, it'd be a ton of it, like a gas ton. That was a long way for a short drink of water, boo. This fucking movie is that way. <laughs> this movie, like, I, I literally called a joke out before it happened. Yes, you did. There was a joke, uh, like, the, okay, the inventor guy is clumsy. Yay! Like, he keeps running into the bell while they were still at the orphanage. That happens five fucking times. Didn't need it the second time. If you want a clumsy inventor who has a, a lot of heart and thinks they know a lot more than they actually do and is too smart for their own good, um, I'd actually recommend the Tangled animated series because we have a kid inventor in that who's inventing, sometimes help, but usually hurt. And all because he thinks he knows best. But he's still likable and endearing. I love that someone actually watches that show. I love that show, guys. <laughs> guys, <laughs> I really like that show. The animated Tangled series is genuinely wonderful and heartbreaking. And they have three fake-out deaths at the at the no climax. Spoil- no spoilers now. It's it's insane. Like you wouldn't think that it's um it's kind of like watching the first episode of Steven Universe and it's Cookie Cat and you're like, what the hell am I watching? And then by the season finale, you're like, oh sweet Jesus, oh I'm here now. That's what Tangled the <laughs> animated right, series is back. like. Come I'm back. coming back. So. These best friends keep meeting up in the city, and uh, the love triangle completely forced. And the fucking inventor puts his hand on the door. I'm like, oh, the door's going to fall out, and he's going to fall through it. Door's going to open, he's going to fall through. Door's going to open, he's going to fall through. And there it is. Along with the obligatory fart and pee jokes, because it's a movie for kids. It's for kids. There is a funny animated sequence that i liked and i don't know if you remember it they've been split up and they meet back up for the first time and he's like no no i actually had a very interesting time oh yeah where it was they like do frozen these in time but it kept jumping between the scenes yeah so he would he, the words he was saying would indicate like a lot of really positive things happened to him but if you took him for another meaning it actually was a lot of negative things that happened to him his first night there <laughs> And I thought that was clever and fun. It, it, it was clever adjacent. Clever adjacent. I feel like I feel like other movies have done that. I can't think of who has, but I feel like other movies have done that and have done it better. But I will admit that it is more clever than the rest of the movie. So, but yeah, these two characters that we're supposed to believe care about each other, at least on a you know a friendship level consistently not bigger but they're like oh blah 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 my thing's better than your thing and it's like not even like a fun like jabbing way it's like you're an idiot like i'm supposed to believe you two are best friends well that's why i believe the best friends more than love interests yeah exactly the love interest kind of comes out of left field as it were is it oh it's a Literally. female heroine we have to have a guy for her to fall for literally like she they're in a pub which well, I guess it, back then it would have been easier to understand. But they were like in a pub and... Uh, she's dancing on the tables and she's having fun and she's doing a really good job. And he literally screams out, that's my girlfriend. It was very machismo, very... Excuse me, did you just assume my relationship? He was very unwoke. Very unwoke. <laughs> there, there are a couple, the, I would say the two better characters, and this hurts me to say... 
the two better characters are probably the dance teacher and it's because you spend the least amount of time with him and he's still not that great and the the mentor character yeah again i think their relationship is the most interesting one there's some cool scenes where she's training her to dance with unconventional methods (gasps) very mr miyagi uh ring the bell without uh causing a ripple in the puddle you're standing in uh spin and then bring me water but don't spill a drop clean the windows without your hands like oh oh she's teaching her how to do things in an unconventional way it's never been done before (gasps) oh my how novel I think for me, the hard part about our main character is that when she does express agency, it's in a very not cool way. Her first act of agency is to steal this other girl's chance to go to the ballet. And once she gets there, she's like, well, gosh, how am I ever going to make it? And someone's like, I'll train you. And again, her agency is taken from her. She trains and she works hard and she does know how to dance. So it's not like she's getting by on just good looks or something. She does have talent, but others are working for her. Then her second decision is to decide not to rest the night before her only, the only thing she's ever worked for in her entire life, this this, uh, recital uh, part, but to go out on a date with a guy that she's that looks at her really nicely and she's like oh i am rudolph (laughs) and then of course they turn him into a buffoon because he couldn't be a an actual character perhaps that's just flawed with likable tendencies no he's just a bad guy he's just a moron and then she falls asleep on the roof of the opera house wakes up too late and how she didn't fall off the she didn't yeah and she deserved not to win that one either she chose to set aside this thing which was the only thing that she's been caring about this whole time it was so strange to watch her her passions you could tell like they had to force it to happen with for her to have like a falling out with odette because it didn't make any other sense otherwise why she would be like no i'm gonna go on a date with this guy tonight i know i've been working towards this dancing dream for as long as i can remember but no i'm gonna jeopardize all that for no discernible reason and get mad at you about it you're not my mom yeah my mom like and then she's like okay we start training tomorrow at six o'clock six can we make it like maybe after lunch like every time every fucking time the the woman the mentor says something uh, but can't we? But can't we? Like, we're, again, we're supposed to be rooting for this character. And I was like, nope, I hope she fucking fails. Daniel's son was a little bit like that, though. He got mad at Miyagi a bunch of times mm. for doing things that he thought made no sense. Maybe it was almost like Daniel's son kind of sucked. You know? Unpopular opinion! <laughs> Married to the idea. <laughs> Boy, that keeps happening more uh, and more. God, I, I don't know. That just. <sighs> I'm not sure what the lesson this movie is trying to make is. Follow your heart. Believe in your dreams. That's, I'm literally but quoting that's not the movie. It. If that's what it is, it doesn't really show it well. Exactly. That's the problem with this movie. It doesn't know what it wants to show. Like, let me let me say my other criticism, and then we can try to... We're not going to rate this fucking movie. It doesn't... Deserve. Remember, we gave up ratings. That too. So, I, I think what we need to do with this is, like, give a suggestion on how this would need to be fixed. Because that was another idea that we kind of floated whenever we started this. All right. And I have two big suggestions. Go for it. Here's my other big criticism with this. 
Um, and uh, I know you wanted to talk about the music too, so we'll we'll talk about those things, and we'll talk about what we would do to fix it, and then then we'll kind of wrap it up. So, my big criticism is this voice cast was completely miscast. Kate McKinnon is probably the only person who did a good job, and that's because Kate McKinnon can do voice acting really well. Like, I don't know if I've heard her do a voice acting role wrong yet. That's just because it's Kate McKinnon, the woman of a thousand voices now. Like, she's almost Mel Blanc, but her all her voices are the same. It's so strange. So this voice cast is, uh, by the way... The guy who does pl- actually play Victor, because I thought it was the bad guy from Amazing Spider-Man 2, which he was actually replaced by the this other actor. The actor is actually from the quote-unquote American remake of uh, Death Note. You remember how much anime fans hated it? Oh, no. And he played the main character. Oh, no. Yeah. So... Uh, so that's you're already on bad footing with that, but that not terrible footing. You're on bad footing with that. L. Fanning plays the main character. L. Fanning is not a bad actress. Um, I didn't care for her at the beginning of her career. I was just like, oh, you know, Dakota Fanning's okay, you know, just little sister type thing. She did a good job in Super Eight. I think there's a lot of reasons because of that, but I still gotta give some credit where credit is due. Her voice did not really do justice to this character. She has kind of a husky, that kind of deeper voice, uh, similar to, oh, damn it, I'm forgetting the redhead's name. Easy A. La La Land. Please, you got it. You got please it. Please help No, me. you can do it. No. You dug your hole. No, Get I've out. Already, make this worse. Emma Stone. Huh, Emma Stone, thank you. Kind of an Emma Stone quality. Um, and it's not a bad voice. It just doesn't match the character. The character is supposed to be kind of very hopeful and everything like that. And Elle Fanning can produce those emotions. It just doesn't come across in her voice all the time. She's not as bland as, as much as it hurts to say, Emma Watson, as it was in Teledespero. God, that movie was terrible. Um, it's not that great. She's still not as bad as the other two miscast roles in this fucking movie. Well, okay, Maddie Ziegler, which that name may not spark a lot of faces in people's brain cinemas. She is the little girl from, well, she's not little anymore, but she is the girl from Dance Moms. Funny, because she's in a movie where she plays a girl who has an overbearing mom and she's a dancer. You know, ironic casting choice. But she's actually the girl in all the Sia videos. And Sia actually does a song for the soundtrack. We, we can kind of help that lead you into your thing. Carly Rae Jepsen fucking plays the mentor. Ugh. I think the problem is you only know Carly Rae from Call Me Maybe. What else has she done? Apparently, according to the McElroys, we're sleeping on our girl Carly because her album, Emotions was really good and they really enjoy her singing listen i love me some mcelroy's i love me the boys there's some good good boys but not everybody's perfect seriously i heard her other song the baby take me down down i don't know that song but i know that it's not that fucking good it's really not okay so i disagree with the boys on something Sorry. Oh, Aaron, we're going to catch so much flack for that. At least from one person. Uh, from Griffin, mainly. Uh, I don't think that... I don't think Carly Rae does a bad job voicing her, because Carly Rae, 
for all of her young seeming in the movie, you know, call me maybe you think, oh, she's 16. Yeah. 17. She's like 30. Yeah, she's way older than she appeared or that she gave off the impression on in the uh, the song. Well, no, and, this, and here's the thing. I, taking away the song and taking away the backlash the song had, taking away that, I th- this, this is where my actual criticism comes from. I am looking at the performance that Carly Rae did in this movie, and she did not do a bad job, but she did not do a good job either. Her line reads are usually pretty damn flat. It's like, you must get, uh, ring the bell and then not make a splash in the water. I had more emotion in that than she did. <laughs> Granted, Carly Rae Jepsen is not an actress, first and foremost. She is a singer and songwriter. However, there are plenty of them out there that have natural acting abilities or can at least produce more acting than that. But there are worse ones out there, too. But what happens is with someone who needs to have a little bit of passion in their, behind their stuff, especially when talking about having passion in something that you do, aka having passion in dancing, because that's how this character gets to do the dance in the first place. I say that she plays the role correctly. I knew a lot of dance teachers. They are terrifyingly stoic. They maybe may crack a smile once every five years. They know what their job is. Their job is to train you, especially if they are from another country. They absolutely know. I, I- must break your ankles. Ankles. I was so waiting for a Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding moment to emerge where she goes out and breaks her ankles before the big rehearsal. <laughs> And I think that she gets the idea across of this person who used to have this, can't have it anymore, and is trying to avoid it, everything that this new girl in her life represents. So I thought it was fine. I feel like there would have been someone out there who could have done it better. I feel like there's probably about 10 to 20 other people. I'm sure there is, but then we couldn't have had two Carly Rae Jepsen songs in the movie. (sighs) That's probably the whole reason they cast her. Like, hell, put her in as the mother superior or something like that. There's there's other roles that she could have had. Fuck, put her in as one of the fucking friends. Oh, and these poor girls. These poor girls. Oh, my God. That's another fucking complaint that I have. And I'm going to see it, and then I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> uh, you have your time. The, so, she, the main character befriends two girls in this class that she's doing that is also slash an audition. This one is a Nora, and I don't know what the other girl's name is, but Nora. The only reason I remember her name is she goes, "Hi, I'm Nora," and Nora has buck teeth and a little bit of cross-eyed and big ears and is a little gangly. But when Nora gets up and dances, she's just like every other girl. Did that remind you of another dancing movie we watched before? No. Uh, do you remember in ballet shoes? How the girl who was better than Emma Watson at dancing and singing, but wasn't as pretty. Oh my god! Didn't get the role. Didn't even think about that. Yep. No, I just thought it's like, oh, ha ha ha, she's funny because she's ugly. So I didn't like that these girls who have been training probably since they were old enough to walk. Yeah, it's really weird to not have any of them make it. Like it's very very strange. I would have even expected the evil girl, like 
she should have made it. She was training hard. Well, and she did. She literally made it to the end. Like, she was training the entire time she wasn't at the school. And then these girls were all training at the school. That's why it's kind of hard to make a dancing movie. Because dancing requires a lot of time. Even if you have natural talent, you won't walk in and in a week pick it up. You could passably pretend... But there's a lot of technique and a lot of background that has to be built up before you're ready to take it on. It's kind of like saying I could be an opera singer if you gave me a week. Oh, God, no. Ew, it's hard to make a dancing movie when the character has never had any training and then is supposed to come in and just be like the greatest thing on two legs. Singing, I, I get. If you have a character who's, who likes to sing, but they don't ever share it with anyone, and then they just sing in the shower, and like, oh my god, you're really good. Because you can have that. You can have a natural voice. And it may need to be honed, but it can definitely have more power and awesomeness just in how you present it than some people who train for years, because they just don't have it. But dance is a sport. And if you are training for it, you should be good at it. And if you haven't trained for it, you could be strong, or you can be fast you can be a bullet (laughs) but you won't have any of the technique to aim that energy in any discernible way especially ballet especially point especially point in ballet well that's the thing is like any physical for any physical activity uh sports dancing even singing they're all having to do with muscles and yes you can have a certain degree of ability but you need to have practice like like coco did it right the main character loves to play the guitar but he's been practicing for years on a homemade one and by watching other people play and mimicking the finger movements. So he literally taught himself how. So if she had, I don't know how you do this in 1800s Paris, but she had a TV or um, a book of pictures or any, or there was a... No, that that was something else too. She literally, one scene, one scene is doing all these advanced maneuvers and is dancing and feeling the rhythm in her own heart. And she's doing some damn fine moves and then when she's actually in a class she's dancing like a three-legged drunk ass donkey she made me think of the taylor swift shake it off video where taylor puts on these different outfits and she puts on the tutu and she's just making the funny faces like (laughs) yeah so what could we do to fix the movie okay so my suggestion my biggest suggestion is is there there are some strengths beyond the animation um, they're they they are still very weak, but the thought process of becoming a dancer, like even with ballet shoes, this is still a process. This is still something that could be shown, could be shown well. And honestly, you cut out that the other woman is an actual villain that chases them down on the fucking Statue of Liberty. We've already covered it. <laughs> Scratch that out. She can still be in like that dance mom she can still be like hell she could even still be the employer and like the if like maybe there's like the ultimatum that if uh the main character gets the thing then she loses her job like there could be that kind of conflict there 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 still can be that conflict there but don't make her the villain like that like where she chases her down with a goddamn sledgehammer don't make that happen keep her in a in a antagonistic role but not a cartoon saturday morning cartoon role tone that down tone that down a hell of a lot and then my other big one cut the sidekick character completely cut him out 
chop him the fuck off. Take his head. Boom! I mean, it's the 1800s in Paris. They still got the guillotine. They had the guillotine until the 1970s. That is true. But Aaron, how did we get our Statue of Liberty chase and the chicken wings? those scenes. She can just escape. She doesn't have to. Or she could just be kicked out like fucking Anastasia. She could just leave. She could not be in an orphanage. She could have lived in the... Fuck, there it is! What she is could it? have been in the goddamn dance house since she was a child. That was my idea. My idea was that she gets to the ballet studio. She sees the ballerinas dancing and she's caught and she's gonna get kicked out and then the one was like no no she's my assistant she cleans and she's like all right so you like watching them you can watch them as you want you have to get a job though here you don't have anywhere to live let's go do let's go work together and then slowly piece by piece you would learn more about um this woman who had taken her in through her interactions with the dance instructor we could see all these ballerinas practicing and she would practice the moves as she was cleaning and mimic them as like a mirror to them while they're up on stage rehearsing she would practice in the aisles and she would learn one more and then the woman would see that she had interest in it and say i could teach you a few things i've been here long enough you learn a few thing or two slowly realizing that she used to be a dancer Maybe like she even gets like she gets shown respect, like the same respect. Maybe like the, the, prim, grand, the prima donna. Maybe the prima ballerina would talk to her, and she could be a character that way. Make it less that I don't like these movies where they cast poverty as the noble pursuit, where the person with money and training couldn't possibly win because they don't have heart. There's a way to show that without saying that it's better to have nothing as long as you have a passion. Like, still have... Uh, like, she saves up money. Like, ballet shoes did a good job with that. What if she saves up all her money to buy a leotard and a tutu and she's like, I'm here to try out. What do you mean? You're just the cleaning girl here. I know. Try me out. Yeah. And then she you would have earn... To give me an off. And she yeah. would earn her place. And she'd be able to still have this rivalry with this other dancer. Yeah, give still have the, this Manny Ziegler, this this obvious rival character. Have her be the bitch. Have her... Have, have this progression. Have them do a dance fight. Have that be the reason that the dance teacher even considers her to begin with. Have this to begin... Have it. This is still dynamic. How, how about this? It's a hell of a lot more dynamic than this uh, the the other parts of this fucking movie like i i completely agree and get rid of the love triangle her focus is to become a dancer i don't know why it was introduced or like you can still have the the uh, i hate to admit it he he did garner a chuckle or two um, if you're going to be the, like, they tried to be cartoony and not cartoony at the same time. Mm-hmm. It did not mesh well. And that's why, like, if you cut the, the psychic character and almost everything that he stood for, but you keep some of the other elements, you may be able to find a stronger movie. Now, granted, this Russian boy, Russian prince, dancer, you know, maybe he could still be a bit buffoonish, you know, very boastful, very loud. <laughs> I am Rudolph. You are very pretty cleaning lady. You know, you know, you could still have that kind of character. If they had pushed but... his dance animation more so that way, make it over the top, very grand, more like the um, 
the opera singer who who is always singing opera, but he's actually just the manager of the opera oh, house. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's like the the director or whatever yeah i like how the director has nothing to do with the auditions has nothing to do with it makes no sense to me whatsoever or that the evil mom uh runs the best restaurant in paris apparently and i, I keep under i don't get why that's always framed she is successful has no husband to speak of and is independently wealthy and runs a successful restaurant and puts her daughter to school like because girl power yeah, but that 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 means nothing because she's mean, and it's, it's it's they could have chosen to frame that character any way they wanted to. Like what? Yeah, what if what if it was like, like you could have made the, that character more dynamic? Yeah, she's still a bitch, but like, what if her husband ran off? Develop more that she did want to be a dancer. You can tell because she's like, I will win this audition instead of my daughter will win this audition. Yeah, it's like, a dance mom thing, and that's yeah. a fun angle to explore if you're going to explore it. In fact, honestly, Maddie Ziegler, um, Ziegler, Ziegler, I don't, I don't really know whatever. Actually, she didn't do that bad of a job. She played the kind of bratty rival that she could, and she, you could tell she wasn't, uh, she's not a true actress, but it, it, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't much worse than some of these other performances. I will say, just kind of thrown in. There's a movie coming up by Disney, and I'm really interested to see what they take with it because it is the Nutcracker, and Misty Copeland <sighs> is in it, as in prima ballerina Misty Copeland. And I'm really intrigued if they're actually going to have dancing in this movie, like straight up from the ballet pretty dancing. Sure pretty sure they're not. I'm, I'm pretty not sure a, it's a musical. I don't care two wits about the whole universe expansion four realms kind of baloney. It looks rather <laughs> ridiculous to me, and it's not the Avengers, so I don't know why. But if you're going to do the Nutcracker... I've, I've come here tonight to talk to you about the Nutcracker initiative. If you're going to do the Nutcracker, you're going to have Misty Copeland. Please let her dance. That's like, I don't know, having one of the best singers of all time and only giving her two parts of one song. It's almost like that, Aaron. It's almost like that. What do you say we tell the good people at home what they win for sitting through this with us? Oh, God. Well, besides not having to actually sit through Leap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you have been listening to the past couple of episodes, you know that as of recording this, we have these awesome stickers, 50 in total, and they are just for you. The way you know that is because you will go to marriedtotheidea.weebly.com forward slash just for you to go to a special page that has all the information about these cool stickers and all the information we need from you to send you one. So again, that's marriedtotheidea.weebly.com forward slash just for you. You'll put in your name, your email address, your physical address, so we can actually send it to you, and which sticker you want. We have a rectangular one with our entire logo, and then a square one with just our cute mics. And this is to celebrate a year of doing this, being uh, Knoxville's best local podcast, and just because... Still don't know how the hell we got that. Just because we plain like ya. Yeah, I, we both love stickers anyways. I adore stickers. So we wanted to give uh, give some, some stuff away. So <laughs> we uh, so please be sure to go on there and uh, follow all of our social medias, of course, as you heard it earlier in the, the podcast with our plug party. Leave us a comment on what dancing movies you like or hate for various reasons. Step and up, Step up to the streets. <clears throat> I Step up is a guilty pleasure of mine. That was before Channing Tatum was really Channing Tatum. God, so yeah, I, I 
never seen any of them. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think the entire podcast all by itself just dance movies. Oh, God. And be sure to review us on iTunes. Uh, sorry for the old-fashioned logo still there. I don't know why I can't update it. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, need to change that. Yeah, definitely. Now that we're award-winning and whatnot. And uh, you, uh, there, there may be a little small, small change in the, the future um, between now and the next podcast. Uh, yes, probably. But I'm not allowing you to hype anymore, Aaron. Okay. Hype, the hype train has left the station. We're, 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 we're hoping you won't, won't, won't notice, if, but... If we do things right, you'll never notice it at all. Uh, so, in uh, I think we already know what we're going to do next. However, if you have a suggestion, please drop us a line. We love hearing from you guys. We uh, love hearing what you think we should do. We've had a few fan suggestions um, that we've done in the past. The so-so bad movies are fun, but Aaron always looks like he's been hitting his head against a brick wall repeatedly after viewing them. So, if this movie you really, really like... Like, tell us about those. Yeah, and um, like how we did the Star Trek one and how we approached it from being a NBC producer. If you've got an idea like that, hey, watch the first episode of Gravity Falls, but as a Disney producer, you know, not necessarily the exact same thing, but something that's different. We're absolutely, we, we love doing different things. We love experimenting. This is definitely a, a, a passion project for us. So we enjoy, and we plus we love hearing from you guys. Yes. So. Thank you for listening. Yes. So follow us. Get some stickers so you can put it on places that are actually owned by you and not, you know, public property that you might get in trouble for. Bus benches, parking meters. Uh, you know, babies' foreheads, you know, that kind of stuff. But until next time, she's been Elizabeth. He's been Aaron. And and we're we're married married to to the the idea. idea.